Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, <laughs> adventures, and ghosts. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Boys, how good is footy? As last week and the week before, not a lot of stuff has happened. Well, a couple of pretty big breaking news stories, but not not how good's footy breaking news story. So today, just to remind everyone, we're all going to go around and talk about our favorite footy moment from 2021. So we can remember the good times when we when you say how good's footy, we can say fucking good. It's the fucking best. It's a it's a very philosophical question this week. I feel yeah, uh, and I, I felt that was reflected in your tone, Sean. You weren't asking, you know, how good's footy. You're asking how good has footy been to you. This is yeah. true. I sat at work today and I thought, amongst many things, what is footy? What was it this year? <laughs> None of us Fucking achieved chaotic. the ultimate success. No, no. Well, so, that's not true. Well, that that can I begin? You can. Well, because <laughs> I've I've before. clearly misspoke, and I need to begin with uh, with my entry. Sean, let's just quickly leave it there for a moment. Let's just quickly touch on the, a couple of news things that happened. Uh, so you've misspoke. That's all the audience need to know for the very brief pause that we go through. Because, uh, what two big news stories this week? One, One huge news story. Maybe the biggest news story of all time. Well, out of three, three huge news stories. I almost didn't talk about that one, Tom, because. It was going to come up a little bit later in the episode, but I think I think you and I are on different pages about what that story is. I'm only thinking of two. I'm thinking there's of three, three. maybe uh, four. No, nah, I've only got three. One of okay. them is AFLW related. Okay, that wasn't what I was referring to, and that's the one I was talking about. And then okay. there's two AFLM oh. things. Yep, uh, two AFLM things that happened that are both fucked. But on different spectrums. Is one of the things prime time? Oh, no. that, we got f- fucking hell, boys! Four, five. four things. All right. I think we got five things. I think there are five things to talk about. One of them is right. not football related, though. Should we start with a huge plug? And you should head to our Twitter account because friend of the show Gemma, prime time was on prime. fucking TV. It was actually incredible. Uh, Gemma's on there, and her name came up on the card on the bottom. Within seconds of the the person saying prime time, yeah. like that's not a coincidence. That's no. just fact. That's fact. Four Gemma, words for you, time. Sean. Mm. Prime time, magic time. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> they forgot that they they didn't read the teleprompter correctly. Yeah. They missed magic time. Um. So yeah, Gemma, because she is taking up a new a new very important job in 2022. Uh, means that maybe she will not be appearing on How Good's Footy as much as she used to for fear of losing her new exciting job because we... Um, we'll get it uh, f- Yeah, we will. Yeah, We might just have to not say fuck for one episode, which will be hard. Fuck. We can try our best. Nah, but that's like you just power up like fucking Samus for the next episode. <laughs> 
You've been playing a bit of Metroid, Sean. <laughs> oh, I wish. That game's too hard for me. That's true. That's true. So, yeah, head to the Haggard's Footy Twitter account or Gemma's Twitter account. The clip is there. She appeared on primetime television. Mm. Talking about talking primetime footy. footy and being primetime. Yeah. Big, big news. So, I mean, recently we've had Broden Kelly on, one of our good friends. He's primetime. Mm. Gemma has been international on prime time. International primetime. Yeah. Gemma has been on Haggard's Footy quite frequently and have been a very close friend of the show for years now. She's also primetime. Boys, we're, we're getting dangerously close. <laughs> we are. I tell you what, boys, our, the tips of our dicks are tickling primetime. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're back. Yeah, yeah now we're <laughs> back of the uh, queue. That's, that's why we're never going to be primetime. <laughs> yeah. So that's huge news. Check that out. All right. Now, that's a good thing, and now let's just talk about a bad news thing. Well, bad in the sense that, like, someone has lost their fucking mind and decided to, rather than choose the sensible option, has chosen to self-destruct their entire career. Liam Jones, the Carlton defender, has retired because he doesn't agree with getting the vaccine. So, if you're an international listener, I don't know what the laws in your country are. But if you're not vaccinated in Australia, well, Melbourne in particular, you can't go to, like, cafes or restaurants or bars. So, like, even if he decides that he doesn't want to get vaccinated uh, because he doesn't want to play footy, he's not just choosing no footy, he's also choosing no real anything. And also, it's been very publicized, which means that no one's going to be in the dark about it. And then that means that in a couple of weeks, when inevitably he has to get vaccinated, he's just going to be a retired fuckhead. Yeah, he he turned his back on... Michael Voss. 500k and Michael Voss. Actually, you know what? Nah, fuck him. I'm not going to give him any pity points because... None. None. In this instance, not only has he decided not to be vaccinated like the good boys at Hagrid's Footy are... Yeah. But he has also said, I'm not going to be vaccinated and protect the community, including my captain who is going through cancer treatment and is therefore susceptible to this sort of shit. Yeah, like, imagine being such a selfish knobhead that you're not, you can't even support your teammate and friend. Despicable. Fuck off, Liam. It's a disgrace. Anyway, so enjoy fucking yeah. sitting at home being a fuckhead, Liam Jones. This is bad um, for Vossie. That's not Carlton. good for Vossi. Yeah, no backline now. That's yeah, back dog line. shit backline just got mm. more dog shit. Who's 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 on the market? Who? What defenders are are, well, are listed? Alex Ransom. <laughs> <laughs> well, they could works at Essendon, plays at Carlton. Well, just lure him away from that. I mean, obviously, he doesn't want to play, or he would be playing. But like the key defender, a hard spot to fill. Late notice. What an idiot. Uh, how can They've, you do this to Vossi? Carlton have had to go to the AFL to look for special treatment for recruitment because yeah. they need to fill, like, because this is just like a fucked up thing. Yeah. Carlton are in trouble next year. Imagine imagine thinking you were going to be fine because you got rid of Levi Casbolt, who also doesn't like vaccines. <laughs> um, and then, in a shock, big twist, old mate doesn't love vaccines. It's just... It's such a baffling choice, like to to just be like, and look, I get to a degree, I get if people are hesitant or a bit nervous about it because that you know that's fair enough. But I think by now it's like if you get COVID and you're not vaccinated, a you're more likely to get COVID, but b you are definitely more likely to die. Mm-hmm. Like um, uh, Peter Hellier, comedian, Collingwood supporter. Mm. Eh, uh, got COVID Strawny. recently and was like, <laughs> I'm vaccinated. I got COVID. The worst case I had was it was a bit like having a mild cold. As Nick Nat, I think Nick Nat put it best when he's like, he didn't get vaccinated for him. He got vaccinated for other people. Yep. Liam Jones has just decided to choose selfishness. And yep. um, it sucks. I reckon, I reckon Vossi gave him the old uh, Scotty Burns on his way out. Just was like, get fucked, son. <laughs> Scotty Burns gave him the look. Is it Scotty oh, Burns? A- oh yeah, when yeah, Burns knocked him down. Yeah, and Vossi got up and, up and said, said, "I'm the best fucking player in the AFL." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, Liam Jones career dead. Big fuckhead. Yeah. Um. And then the other 
crazy news that's come out this week is uh, this is my favorite news story. <laughs> it's is Gold this the Coast. news story? I think it is. Ah, yeah. yeah, yes, Gold Coast. <laughs> I don't know if they got far. I honestly, it's very hard to tell what has happened here. But basically, for anyone who doesn't know, Hugh Greenwood Greenwood used to play. I say used to. That's a key phrase here. Used to play for Gold Coast Suns. They were yep. like, hey. We're delisting you, but don't worry. We're going to re-rookie you next year. You'll be on the rookie list. So we'll still play for the club. Good player. Decent player. Very Has been pretty good at sort of building that midfield around him yeah. as a mature body. One similar of the best. To a, similar to a Lions, uh, Jared Lyons, who mm. also yeah. was fulfilling that role before they also delisted him. When, when Greenwood wasn't injured, he's one of their best players. Yeah, he is. It's weird he got rookied it full st- or delisted well, so full stop. There's a bit of like... I can't believe I'm about to say the phrase, in the Gold Coast Suns' defence. Mm. So he was delisted to be re-rookied because their list is too big and the yes. AFL have a requirement that you must use three draft picks at the draft. Yeah. So I think they've delisted a whole bunch of players with the idea they'd re-rookie all of them so they could bring mm-hmm. in draft picks. And I don't know if one- they were going to put him on the rookie list. Weren't they just going to pick him up in the draft? With one of the three picks? Maybe, maybe. Or, I just or maybe saw re-rookie, rookie list, so maybe yeah. he wasn't. Um, Basically, anyway, though, he, he the, there was a bit of speculation as to why this had happened, and he came well, out we pretty strongly even, on We haven't even media. got to that part yet, Tom. Because what happened was he was like, yep, no worries. That's fine for me. Then today he was like, I've signed to North Melbourne. And everyone was like, what? <laughs> well, no, you're missing the key bit in the middle, which was people were speculating about why he had left. And he was like, no, 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 guys. The, the quote was like, I'm still contracted there. I'm going to get the same deal, the same money. I'm going to train. I'll see you all in round one. And he's right. He is going to see them all in round one <laughs> when he's playing for North Melbourne. Yeah. This happens a lot. Like last year, Brisbane did it with Grant Birchall and then kept yep. him on the list and things. They do it. It's a list management thing. But what happens now is as soon as you technically delist somebody, they become a free agent. So yep. North have obviously got in his ear and said, hey, we'll give you a two-year deal. And he went, you know what? I like the sound of that. Yeah. Is he He's from perfect Melbourne? for North. He is perfect for North. I'm not sure. He, I mean, originally came from playing for Adelaide. Uh, maybe mm. he's a Victorian. Don't know. Good S- on him. Snuck home. It's so funny if he's not from Victoria because then there's like no, there's no like, oh, I'll come home. He's just like, yeah. nah, fuck maybe it. Shin boners. <laughs> maybe he's in a group chat called Shin Boners with capital boners too. <laughs> oh, imagine if that was it. He was like, I don't know what to do. And Cam Zerhar and Jai Simkin just got in his ear on the text. <laughs> You get to be part of a team that's called Bonus. Mm. <laughs> that's uh, good for North. He'll help that midfield. Yeah, absolutely. Very good for North. Good so work, that's... David Noble. Oh, Noble strikes again. <laughs> Maybe just looked at North and said, "Oh, future's bright." It's it's so funny though because the Suns had to put out a statement today, being like, <laughs> "Look, we're a little bit disappointed. Obviously, would like to keep him, but when we delisted him, you know, and North Melbourne made him an offer that was good. That's embarrassing." <laughs> Oh. Yeah, it's, it's. Do you reckon Greenwood? Part of his decision with his manager would have been like, I reckon if you want to get talked about more on how good's footy, you better go down to North. Yeah, big That's time. And I think it. like also you just get your name out there by doing a pretty funny trade. Like, well, not even yeah. trade, just just a very funny thing. It's yeah, yeah it's it's because again, he's a very good player. Like they're going to talk about he- him so much next season because of this. Yeah. He's exactly what what North kind of need. He's an in and under. He's good at. He's great pressure tackles, clearances, hard ball gets that kind of shit. So he can get the ball and dish it out to some of their smooth operators. Yeah, yeah. and the, the Suns just fuck. I feel bad for Took. Get out of there, Took. Get delisted too. Ooh, <laughs> tell the team you'll help them with the list management strategy. That's a good move now. Mm. What's another thing? The precedent's now set. It's pretty cheeky by Greenwood. I love oh, it. Oh, big time. Big yeah. time. It's fucked up, but funny. <laughs> if I banged for Gold Coast, I would be so angry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fold up. Luckily, fold them up. They're a circus. But, but, if, <laughs> but if, if you look at it, though, right? You look at a photo of Hugh Greenwood, right? And you look in his yep. eyes and you look at the way he looks in, like, photos. Fuck. As if you, as if, how could you be surprised? He looks like the cheekiest motherfucker in the world. Yeah. There's a glint in his eye. Oh, he looks like the kid that rocks up to the skate park with a trolley he stole from Coles and he's like, let's fucking go, boys. Yeah. Oh, good on him. I made the right it. choice. I respect it. Um, 
the headline, the most recent headline for this in the news is AFL plan could not have gone any worse. <laughs> well, yeah, no shit. It's Has just... Damien Barrett commented yet? Because he will be scathing of the Gold Coast. Good thing he's not. He's, good thing his sliding doors column is finished for the year. Otherwise, yeah, every good. column would just be related to Hugh Greenwood somehow. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, he hasn't tweeted in a long time. Wow, we're gearing up for the AFLW season, so he's having a long holiday. Yeah. Speaking of AFLW, and this is a much yeah. nicer story. And just to the, sorry, just the I just wanted to read you the Gold Coast Suns official statement on this okay, just before yeah, we actually, move on because it is important. very funny. Uh, we would like to thank Hugh Greenwood for his contributions to our football club after being delisted with a view of being redrafted. Hugh has presented a significant offer to join North Melbourne. We'd like to wish him and his family all the best. Like, just, it just feels like... Okay, so that I'm, I'm going to look at the time frame on this because I would love it if North announced before Gold Coast knew what the fuck was happening because <laughs> it, yeah, it would just warm my heart heaps. Stewie Jew's having a bad day today. Okay, there is an hour gap between North announcing they'd signed him and Gold Coast putting a statement out. Oof. <laughs> that in that hour, I just like to imagine. Have you boys seen the thick of it? Oh yeah. I just yeah. like to imagine that's what was going on. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Stewie Jew was just dropping C's left and yeah. right. Oh, Stewie Jew bashed twelve men today. <laughs> <laughs> Gold Coast are looking for a new uh, player, recruiter, and list manager because the other one is dead. Yeah, and a new club doctor, <laughs> someone who can reconstruct Stuart Jew's hands. <laughs> it's it's also like the other incredible part of it is North's announcement is Rue Greenwood, question mark, with a winky face emoji. They knew exactly oh, how cheeky, cheeky this was. Oh, man. Good on them. Uh, uh, just quickly, also, look, Liam Jones is retired. If you're an AFL player and you're vaccinated, it's so easy to just shut the fuck up and not say anything. It really now, is. Couldn't be easier, in fact. Somebody needs to reach out and tell Christian Petrarca that, because he has waited and been like, I respect that decision. Obviously, there was a lot of hesitancy, and uh, I respect his call. Mm. Shut up, Christian. Well, Melbourne arrogance has uh, kicked in, I see. What, two months? That's all it took. Yeah. Fuck him. Fuck him. I heard some things about Melbourne that I didn't really like that were happening over in Perth. One of them was that, did you hear that nightclub story? No. Where they, the Melbourne players showed up to a nightclub that the Bulldogs were at celebrating. Oh. Well, not celebrating, obviously, because they were commiserating, yeah. <laughs> but they were at the nightclub having a good time. And it was like a three-story nightclub. The top floor was closed off. They came in. They said, sorry, we're at capacity. We can't let you in. They saw the dogs there, and then they all put some money in and paid for the top floor so they could be above the dogs. And they just went wild upstairs. Can I say? No, Tom. Tom loves it. That's a oh, very Geelong move. No, I no, love no, no. it. Oh. What about the whole thing of them singing the dogs, um, that song, after uh, the game? There was, I'm pretty sure the Australian men's cricket team sang it as well. Mm, it so, feels very cheeky. I think so. Oh, look, I think that one is, a. I think the dogs Melbourne thing is going to explode next year, and I'm excited. I'm excited for wait. the Bulldogs to have two mortal enemies, GWS and Melbourne. Yeah. Um, another football club that's a little stressful uh, in regards to next season is St. Kilda made a statement that was weird. They yes. said, vaccine status, none of your business. After all the other clubs were just like, yeah, we're Carlton, vaxxed. Carlton were the same, and now we know no, but, why. Um, Carlton, Carlton were similar, but like the... The St. Kilda statement was weirder than Carlton's because Carlton, we already knew that someone was not vaccinated. And Carlton women's had, side had come out and said that they were all vaccinated. It was just the men's yeah. side. They weren't going to do it. But yeah, no, the St. Kilda one was for both. And the statement was something about medical privacy. And it's like, okay, who's not who's, who's anti-vax? Hmm. Can I say one more thing about Jones? And that's his statement being like, it doesn't, it doesn't talk about that at all. And it says... My manager and I will not be making any further comment. Please respect your yeah. privacy and respect the decision sort of thing. It's like, if you're going to make that decision, just own it. Because now people will keep talking about it. He hasn't yeah. like commented on that publicly. And everybody knows exactly why he's retired. It's just kind of dumb. It's dumb on every yeah. level, really. There are people who are like, oh, he might have a medical exemption. But the issue with that is if you have a genuine medical exemption, you can play still. Yeah. 
That's right. Spot on, Tom. Thanks. That's weird from the Saints. They said, we will not be disclosing the individual vaccination status of our people to respect confidentiality around their health record. However, we encourage everyone in the community to get vaccinated. Of course you do. Pricks. And to speak with trusted medical professionals about their options. Yep. All right, A couple Saints. of red flags there. Yeah, that's why you've Thanks only won one flags. premiership. Uh, <laughs> and uh, just a reminder, so Essendon's playing team, fully vaccinated, and Nick Cox, a 19, maybe 20-year-old, someone that... Doesn't need to speak to the media. He's not... Like, you can let one of the more senior players say it, but instead, Nick Cox came out swinging. It was obvious for me that it was the best thing to do, not just to protect myself and my teammates, but also my family, my friends, anyone. So, the thing I love about that statement, boys, is you could take the first line of that statement. Joel, can you just read the first line? Uh, It was obvious for me that it was the best thing to do. So, you know what he could be talking about? He could be talking about getting vaxxed or his fucking sick new haircut. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nick Cox has short, bleached blonde hair. The fucked haircut... Haircut... The fucked, fresh haircut culture of Essendon is thriving still. Um, so, Archie Perkins got a lot of flack towards the end of last season for having quite unruly hair. He's come back with, like... It's still long, but it's Business. like v- very sharp now. Like, looks good. Business looks long. good. Nick Cox um, looks like he wants to win the brown though. <laughs> Nick Cox looks like he's been practicing handstands. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Finally, to the other huge, 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 huge news of this week, uh, there was an interview, boys and listeners, and I need you all to be paying attention right now because there was an interview on the AFLW website. With Jess Hosking of Richmond. And one of the questions was, Jess, what is the non-football accomplishment of which you're most proud? <laughs> and Jess said, this is on par with making the grand final. I love food and I did a Parma challenge. Oh, yeah. It was 1.2 <laughs> kilos of chicken Parma and 500 grams of chips. I did it in under 20 minutes and got my name on the leaderboard. It stayed down. I had dessert afterwards, which was a bad choice. <laughs> it was like I was giving birth that night. <laughs> I love that not only has she been like, my greatest non-sporting achievement is to eat the biggest palmer of all time, but also very proud to let everybody know that she may have taken the largest shit of all time afterwards. <laughs> 20 minutes is impressive. Yeah, that's a f- nearly two kilos of f- Well, it would have probably ended up being two kilos of food because she then had dessert. Jesus Christ, Jess. Wasn't it a 1.5 kilo chicken? 1.2 chicken. Ah, uh, 1.2. 500 chips. Jeez. 500 also, chips is a lot as well. She <laughs> also posted a photo of the achievement and the, the I saw chicken the palmer yeah. looks... It's a whole chicken. They just yeah. got a whole chicken and cracked it in half. Yeah, it needed two plates. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah. it's enormous. It, it was served on one of those like um, catering plates that waiters carry around. It functions yeah. like... I wonder if it was one of those deals where if you do it, it's free. I reckon. Has to be, right? I hope so. You hope do, it was I, a freebie. Got to do it under a time limit, right? Yeah. I wonder what the time limit is because to me, 20, 20 minutes, impressive. It's Yeah. I, Sean, you and I had some pretty big palmers the other day. but I don't, I don't think it was do, as big as, as advertised. We yeah. <laughs> we were warned um, of the size and I thought, yeah, not bad. Yeah. Pretty Decent. standard. Delicious. Very good. Delicious. Very good. Yeah. Great. Would have again. Yeah. Jess is not... Like, she's not, like, a super, like, solid player either. I don't know where two kilos of food would go. Well, we do know because she told us. Yeah. In the story. (laughs) Yeah. She held it down, mate, momentarily. Yeah, yeah. 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 It stayed down. It didn't come up, but it it stayed. It just kept going down. It kept going. So, Jess, on behalf of How Goods Footy, we want to say congratulations on completing that. And also congratulations on your massive shit. Good stuff, <laughs> Jess. Big fan. Big stuff fan. of dreams. Yeah. Uh, that's probably probably edged her above her sister in uh, popularity ranks, too. Oh, 1,000%. Sarah, going to have to list, lift your fucking game. These pranks yeah. are going to have to be out of control. Sarah's Jess is literally to, the wild one. They're Sarah's going to have to eat two chickens. They're, <laughs> they're both currently bullying Tones and I on social media to join <laughs> as a Richmond member. And that if... 
I think Jess said that if she does, Sarah will get a tattoo on her on her leg that says "I love tones and I," or on her <laughs> forehead. I can't, or on a, some cooked tattoo. Forehead would be bold, <laughs> huge. Yeah, make it happen. Yep. Come on, Tones and I. This is also yep. a call out from us to yep. you, Tones and I. Uh, do whatever the Hosking sisters want you to do, mm. and I just hope the chaos unfolds. Yeah, disappointing that no Carlton players got Joel Dusha tattooed on their forehead when mm. you signed up, Joel, or when you I were agree. signed up automatically. Uh, I also got a confirmation today that I am still signed up as a junior member. Uh, yep. I contacted the club. So, yeah, I guess I just still have a junior membership. Yep. So, any Carlton players great. listening, if you've got some forehead space, I can knock up a tattoo design for you. Beautiful. <laughs> now, boys, that's all the yes. news of the week done. Yeah. We said at the start of the episode that uh, we'd speak about the best moments of 2021 in footy so we could finally answer how good's footy. Because it's been a while since we've been able to reach those heights. And Sean, you yeah. fucked up. Big You're time. You're walking it back. But then the news hit. <laughs> yeah. So. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. You can go first and you can officially unfuck this fuck up. Yes. Prior to recording, Tom wondered what I was going to pick. And I thought, what a silly question. There's only really one option. But then he threw up another one that is going to get an honorable mention because it was enormous. But you cannot go past the best premiership win of the year. I don't give a fuck about <laughs> Melbourne. I don't care how long you've waited. The Brisbane AFLW Premiership, that's that's the moment of the year, I think. Yeah. I, I would challenge you both to come up with a better fucking moment. Well, I don't think I can because my team didn't win a Premiership, Sean. It can't be done. Sean. Uh, Brisbane. Shut up, Joel. It can't be done. The AFLW Premiership. Joel. And then no, it can't be done. Your- I'm agreeing. He's talking about Brisbane. I enjoy oh, this. Okay, let it go. Okay. I thought he was going to be like, no, Nick Cox dyed his hair. Is, does Joel have the floor, Sean? You have the floor, Joel. Sean. Shut up, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, not only them winning the premiership, but the pledge coming off. It was a big, big moment for both footy, how good's footy, Brisbane, everyone. A great show's first pledge. Yeah. It was a great app. I really enjoyed that app too. It was one of the few that we've probably done in the studio this year. Yeah. And we had Gemma in. And Gemma, I got to listen to Gemma talk. All about the grand final while um, Tom was shaving my head. It was just <laughs> that's football. That's, that's football. just that's it's just that beautiful. Courtney just... Hodder kicked the goal of the year. I was about to say, did that one win goal of the year, or no, did they do one during the season? I think she won, but for a different goal that she Correct. kicked during the season. Correct. Actually, that was a great goal. The one that actually won. <laughs> that was a fucking ripping goal. I think it was the one against Melbourne. Do you remember? 
Oh, oh no, yes. wasn't it the one against? Yes, the it was the Ice. little double, the little double kick forward, the gather, and then she Got just drilled it from the boundary. I'm pretty sure that right. one goal. Of yeah, the year. that was basically any up. any hotter goal would have fucking yeah. the, done it. The fact that the fact though that like so normally someone wins goal of the year and you're like, oh, I know exactly what goal it was, but the fact yeah. that Courtney Hotter, there are options. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly every game, she kicked just a fucked goal. I think the one in the grand final was the best. Oh, it's unreal. Difficulty, um, flukiness, context. It is, shut that fucking crowd up. It was beautiful. Is Jason Bennett commentating that? And does he die? Is it uh, him? I think, I he's, think, I think it he might have loses been him. his mind. I don't know who yes. it is, but they lose uh, their mind. The whole fucking country lost their mind. I might have to rewatch it just while we're just while we're sitting here. That that in the in the larger best football moment of the year. That was the yeah. best football moment. Um, man, what a win! Yeah. So because that that goal when she kicked that that kind of like I don't think many people backed Brisbane going into the game. No, they didn't. And that that kickstarted things. I think it was in the second quarter. Yeah. Um, I don't know. People just started to believe. I remember sitting on my couch and starting to believe, starting yeah. to get a preemptive cold head because I knew what was coming. <laughs> just a but of yeah, for Ooh. me, for me, that was the best. Um, I yeah, I regret not driving over. That's all right. I really do. Sean could have met Dakota Davidson's um, grandma. Our friend Jason met her. It was it was going off? Kicking off in a big way. So, um, honorable mention goes yes. to yep. the Zach Bailey after the siren goal <sighs> in round hell. three against Collingwood. Tom and I attended the game. It was at Marvel Stadium. Um, it was originally supposed to be. It was the Easter Thursday game. It was supposed to be at the Gabba. That's right. Um, they moved it. Tom and I went just the because it was against Collingwood made it more special. I think. Yeah. I guess also, that. I've never attended a Brisbane after the siren game. It was just huge. Tom was yeah. halfway yeah. to space. Ah, I, I, I nearly threw him up there. <laughs> we had a huge hug afterwards. That we were was in powerful. a we were in a great Brisbane section, and just the vibe leaving the ground too. Everyone was just you know the, the slow lions chant. It was great. It was fucking great. Couldn't have happened to a better opposition. Fuck Collingwood, absolute dogs. But yes, the grand final, incredible. I love you, Kay Luckins. <laughs> All of it was great too. Bell Doors kicked that goal in the third quarter time siren. Yeah. Every little part of it. Magic. How many times have you already watched it? Uh I've watched it three I've I've watched the whole thing through again twice, and then I've watched like big chunks of the third and fourth quarter probably like ten times, I reckon. Yeah. You love doing that with things. Like you do that with TV shows. You love just watching. I actually do, yeah. <laughs> you, as YouTube. you know, Tom, occasionally you'll just randomly I'll send you a message. And I'll just mention the name of a scene, and you'll be like, "Ah, yes." <laughs> one that gets one that got a rewatch recently was you rewatched the uh, Desmond and Penny scene from Lost, Lost season four. The only good show. episode in season four. Yep, fantastic show, Lost. <laughs> Tom and I love it, love it dearly. Flaws and all, it's yep. a five star show. It really is. That's oh, that huge. scene! That scene's a killer. That's a killer. Tom, yes, talk to me. Best moment of 2021, and also you can have an honorable mention if you want. I, I will great. only accept one honorable mention. Oh no! He just shit himself. Yeah. What, what honorable mention would it be? It's up to you, you knucklehead. You only get one. It doesn't oh, matter okay. what it I is. I thought you were saying there's only <laughs> one thing that would count as an honorable mention, and I'm like, well, so yeah. No, there is. Funny. You better get it correct. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to tell you what it is. <laughs> yeah. But I'll let you know if it's wrong. Um, you fuck me- this. Do you want to start me, with my- the honorable mention? No, no, no. You didn't start with the honorable mention. You can mix it up if you want. Well, because like the obvious one is like I also no no had p- a- Tom please stick to the format. <laughs> so the the obvious one is obviously I had a game also decided by a goal after the siren. Yep, um, and that was pretty huge. Yeah, but- Melbourne won that one. Well, no. That oh, was you're the, talking about the the Bulldogs one. The Bulldogs. Where Gary one, Rowan yeah. kicked the, the goal. Yeah, that's a disgusting game. We don't care about that. <laughs> but that's that's not that's not mine because good. The moment I picked, I couldn't go to that game uh, because it was when weird lockdowns were happening. So people, if you were in Geelong, you could go to that game, but if you were in Melbourne, you couldn't travel down. Is that so the, is that the game where certain dickhead in the commentary box had to leave immediately, and Abby came up into the com box? Correct. Yeah, good game. Great game. Yeah. That was probably that's my moment, boys. When Wayne Carey got sent home. Yeah. No, um, the the thing that that I loved was was at a point in the time and time where it felt like we were back for footy. Like it felt like footy was back. Uh, it was at a point where we had, I think, the most amount of people we had at like crowds in Victoria this year, and it was the Geelong Richmond rematch at the MCG, the first one. 
Um, second one obviously happened without a crowd. Um, Dusty had just come back in after missing a week, and and um, Hardwick was like, he's f- fired up, and I'm like, fuck, take another <laughs> week off. He's broken my heart. Uh, I went along to the game, hadn't been to that many games. The crowd was all up and about, and it was stressful because Richmond, I think, were in front about halfway through the second quarter and had done that kind of thing that they did all year where they just sort of went on a burst. Um, and it was the first time we got a good look at the Hawkins-Cameron partnership and, you know, to a lesser extent, a certain other bloke who, whatever about him. But they just they just went on a tear. It was fucking good. We smashed them. I think that I think Hawkins and Cameron combined for like twelve goals or something absurd like that. Ooh. Or maybe that was all three total. Um I think Cameron kicked five or six. And it was like, oh here we go. This 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 is the thing that we were missing last year. Um and it felt good to be at the footy, to be full of crowd of people and I wasn't losing to Richmond, which is what normally happens when I go to the G to watch Geelong play Richmond. Yep. Um the other moment, uh the the honorable mention moment. Yep. Uh Came you earlier in the year up. when I was also at a game of footy. Mm. And uh, I was with my good friend, Sean. Mm. And uh, we got on the TV and also oh, on, the, yeah. uh, on the crowd shot of Jordan Clark kicking that running goal against the Hawks. Yeah, we yeah. We're in the crowd celebrating and you can see us. Yeah, <laughs> I was wearing the cowboy hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a oh, very funny good. photo. And also can yeah. be found on the Huggins Footy Twitter if I believe. Yeah. I- yep. yeah, that was a stressful game. Very stressful game. That, yeah. Both those games, I think, sum up like it felt good being back at the footy. Yeah, um, they were in the same the weekend, end. Tom. Fucking Fuck hell, the Zach Bailey. Yeah, that it was yeah. either end. Yeah, it was Easter Thursday and Easter Monday games. Oh, yeah, oh, Jesus, huge weekend of footy. Yeah. Huge weekend of footy and friendship. Yeah, big time. So, uh, I'm going to start with my honourable mention, and that was Ooh. he's fucking with the format. Nah, I, I love it. Like it. I love it's bold. I really love it. So obviously, this year was. <laughs> as all years are, fucking chaotic to be an Essendon supporter. <laughs> um, so, started with a lot of promise, and then by started with a lot of promise, I mean in the first half of the first game. Then we <laughs> coughed up a 40-point <laughs> margin and lost. Then we, lo- we got smashed by like 10 goals in the second game. Uh, had a bunch of players go down to key injuries. And at that point, if you asked me, how round 23 was looking for Essendon, I would have been like, yeah, I'm like, as long as we're not bottom four, I'm, I'm pretty confident we're not going to finish bottom four. A lot of people were talking bottom four. So my honorable mention is beating Collingwood in round 23 and, you know, just cruised into finals, a place I would never have expected to be. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck stre- are we doing there? <laughs> a stress-free footy weekend for you. Yeah, you uh, actually, that result didn't matter. That's, well... Up until it mattered until the day, or the night before, maybe. Yeah, but as before. in going in, when the bounce, when the ball bounced and the game started, you could just have a beer and relax. I could be like, "We're playing in finals," and then I was like, "I don't want to lose to Collingwood," and we didn't. We beat Collingwood. Peter Wright kicked four goals, and I was like, oh. "This is good." Anyway, now that I'm talking about Peter Wright kicking four goals, uh, let's just go to the best moment of 2021 for me, which was. <laughs> When Essendon rolled top of the ladder at this point, Western Bulldogs, yes. and Peter Wright kicked seven goals. The day that two-meter Peter grew an extra meter. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucked up. So, we were competitive in the first quarter, but there was no signs. Like, Peter Wright didn't kick a goal in the first quarter. No signs of what was to come. Then he kicked three in the second, one in the third, and obviously after kicking three in the second, you're like, well, they'll lock him down. Then he kicked one in the third. You're like, oh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Fourth quarter, fucking ball bagged. It kicked another three. Incredible. We won by 18 points. And yeah, that was that was the moment I was like, I think we might be playing finals. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucked was, up season this was for us. Yeah, you fucked up the dog season. That was the moment where they <laughs> stopped believing they could win the premiership. <laughs> And it came full circle like a month from that, like two months later. It really did. In that third quarter, at the end of the third quarter in the grand final, a lot of those dogs players went, fuck, remember what Essendon did to us? (laughs) (laughs) It was all over. They they looked at- You You go, Tom. They looked at Luke Jackson running forward and they're like, wait, is that that man two metres? Oh no, two metre Peter's back. (laughs) (laughs) Joel, I can't remember. Did you manage to get to any Essendon games this year? No, I don't think I saw Essendon. 
No, I didn't. I didn't see a single Essendon game in person. We just had like these weird pockets yeah. early in the year mainly where it was like, oh, we can maybe go to games. Yeah. I think I saw Brisbane twice, I think. No, three yeah. times. I actually got pretty lucky. I think I saw Brisbane play Carlton, Collingwood, and the Bulldogs. Yeah. So I remember, yeah. unfortunately, the period of time, because it was like towards the start of the season where games were just on. Yeah. Uh, and then kind of once it hit like late May, early June, it was just fucked. Yeah. Um, you went to- you went to a game though, didn't you? So I went to the Collingwood Carlton AFLW game. Yeah, I don't think I went to a. I don't think I went to an AFLM game this year. Wow. Because then, I th- other than the three Lions ones, I went to the Hawks Geelong with Tom, and Tom and I went with Gemma to uh, Melbourne and Sydney. Sydney. That's right. That's right. I think that was it though. I I don't know what ones I went off. I know I went to a few Geelong games because we had a few in Geelong, and I yeah. went yeah. down for them. I reckon I went to two, uh, maybe three of them, maybe. Two more up in Melbourne, so maybe five total. Um, Can't wait to go to a shitload of games next year. 2022. I don't even care who's playing. Yeah, just- Hey, boys, you ready for the summer of footy? You ready for the summer of AFLW where we're just going to go to like a game every weekend? Fuck yeah. Minimum. I'll I'll fucking be at Icon Park every weekend. Yeah. To watch the footy and to catch a glimpse of Michael Voss. We've got it all covered. Icon Park's near you, boys. Yep. North Melbourne's near me. We can yeah. go down to GMHBA, <laughs> get a we get a Milo maybe. Oh, get a roast. Oh. That's on the cards. That's that's happening. That's coming. Mm. That's uh um I've also I I've found the hotter goal, so I'm, I've I've sussed it and it is mm-hmm. Jason Bennett's and he does lose his mind. Good. That's um, good. And I've just looked at because I wanted to check my facts on the scoreline of the mm-hmm. the Richmond Geelong game. I was probably shitting my pants at quarter time because we kicked one goal to four. Mm-hmm. And Richmond are in front at halftime and then kicked two goals, two, and we kicked like 13 goals. Yeah. That's a good way to win, Tom. Mm. It's a great way to win. Happy for you, Tom. A little bit of revenge, a little sprinkle of revenge. Just a little. Not the ultimate revenge, no, but no. Just, just enough. Enough, enough to keep you going into next year. That's it. That's And that's all you need. Yeah. Um, Hope yeah. and belief. Oof. Um, but yeah, Essendon 2021, much like every other year of Barry for this fucking club, chaos. Just mm. constant chaos, mayhem. Whew. Oh boy. Yep. Peter Wright kicking seven. Do you reckon he'll ever do it again? Do you reckon he'll ever get close to seven again? I believe. I believe. Sean, do you believe in believe? Tom, I, you know very well that I believe in believe. I do. I've, I've yeah. heard you mention that you believe in believe on uh, Scaredy Boys, a podcast about horror movies with new episodes every Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned it before, so I know that you believe. And I did famously say that. And you I did. got ridiculed for it, even though turns out it's a Ted Lasso quote. It is. Yeah. <laughs> so who's so the fuckhead now? Yeah, probably yeah. still me. It, it's always fun. <laughs> <laughs> right, Tom. I'd usually be like, "Let's open the inbox up," or you'd just throw to me because you'd know we're at that point of the show. But it's true, listeners. Our inbox is dried up, so. Now is your time to just bombard us with any questions you've ever wanted answered. Just hit us up. Got any footy goss? We love, we love any stories involving players. If you've run into a player at a cafe or something, give us a retelling of how that went. Lay it on to us. So howgoodsfooty at gmail.com. Email us. But there's one thing we need to talk about this week, and it's not footy related, but it is sport related. Oh, boys. May I just say... If you are from New Zealand, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> wow. Oh. How good's cricket, boys? How Revenge. good's T20? Revenge. Fuck. I, I just love, want to say this. I love it. Uh, it's great. Well done, Australia. Am I that pumped up about it? Eh. Cricket. I don't know, boys. You're, you're the cricket boys in this group. I, uh, I love Steve War. Sean, Sean, I loved cricket. I'm Some sandpaper really, really comes in the wrong way. It did. I'm, it rubbed me I'm gonna, pretty rough. Sean, I'm getting you back in because right well, now is a great time to get into cricket. You know why? I know, mate. Because, because we, we're yeah, mate. We're 2020 champions in both both codes, mate. How we're on top of that? We are yeah. the T20 World Champions in both codes, in both men's cricket, women's cricket. We are yep. titans. To be fair, the men's have done it for the first time. The women have done it like five or six. Yeah. They're unstoppable. Shocked that the men won, to be quite honest. Like, coming into that tournament. Huge. 
Dave Warner was shit. Yep. Everyone yep. was shit. Yep. The coach was going to get sacked. Yeah. Everyone was fucked. Yep. And then even during the tournament, got smashed by England. Mm-hmm. A couple other games really could have gone the other way. Well, this and then is, they just turned it on. Boys, this is what I love about this is that so going into the so basically there was a point where we got smashed by England yep. and we needed results to go our way. We ended up annihilating Bangladesh, which gave us the run rate to leapfrog South Africa. But we needed to win our last game and they needed to um either lose or they needed their opponent to score less than so many runs. Yep. We won, and then they won, but they didn't win by enough runs. So we <laughs> They beat to, England. Very they, funny. They beat England. Very Suck funny. Suck shit, England. You idiots. Well, this is the best part. So we, we make the semifinals. So the two teams at New Zealand and Australia are facing off against Pakistan and England. Pakistan have not dropped a game the entire tournament. Pakistan looked fucking good as. They're going to be so scary. a fucking powerhouse team. But no, but yeah, they looked they looked unstoppable. Um they were unstoppable and England the same. I think they'd lost that one game to South Africa but they'd smashed everyone. So it was basically yep. England and Pakistan were going to make the final. They were going to beat New Zealand and Australia. Enter yep. New Zealand who come in against England are uh, chasing a huge total. Yeah. They they look like they're fucked. And then all of a sudden they go into overdrive and run home to a glorious victory. Pakistan, Australia, same thing happened. Pakistan just look like they have just settled in. They look invincible. Australia look a little bit wobbly. I think we lost four for like not very much, uh, including a golden duck to Smith, I think, or or Finch. Didn't look good. And then miraculously, Matty Wade is the hero. Uh, just hits three sixes in a row in the second last or the last over. Yeah. And then we make it through to the final in this ridiculous scenario where we're playing New Zealand. And then... um, Wait a moment, Tom. Three sixes in a row. Three. Two of them, incredibly fucked shots. (laughs) Two ramp shots, baby! Yeah. What a hero. (laughs) Got a win to stay alive. Got to... Like, it's getting tight. I'm going to go for the double ramp. Yeah. (laughs) Maniacs. Legend. And then, yeah. and then, and then, of course, go into the uh, the final. New Zealand pause, post the highest ever total for a World Cup men's World Cup final. Yeah, for a for an, for an innings. Yeah, because then we chased it down, baby. Well, Josh Hazelwood bowled an over that I think saved the match for us. Yeah, he took two wickets in an over, which I saw live because I stayed up way too Don't late sleep. last night. Yeah, because I. I guess I hate sleep. Um, yeah, so at like 3 a.m., I was in bed on my phone, just watching some T20 quick cricket, and I was like, Australia look fucked. Like, and then yeah. that over happened. Hazelwood took two wickets in one over, and I was like, ooh, is that enough? And then I woke up this morning, I was like, it was enough. What I love <laughs> is that we love a redemption story at How Good's Footy. Yeah. Um, a couple of years ago, Mitch Marsh was interviewed and was like talked about his relationship with the country as a sporting nation and was yeah. like, as a everyone joke, hates me. Everyone hates me. <laughs> Correct. Today, everybody loves Mitch. Yeah. Eh, 77, yeah. not out. Huge. Mm. Fucking huge, Sean. Not the highest score of the game, though, because uh, Kane, Will- Kane Williamson, I think that's his. Yeah. Will- yeah, he made the, 80. The captain of five. New Zealand captain. But then he got fucking caught on this over that I was talking about before. Yeah. Dickhead, hit it harder. Meanwhile, Fuck you, New Mitch, Zealand. Marsh, Mitch Marsh makes the fastest 50 ever in a final to give us the highest ever run chase in a final and win. And the best part about it, boys, the last shot of the game, Glenn Maxwell, reverse sweep. <laughs> it was a dirty reverse sweep. It was disgusting to look at <laughs> and beautiful. I love it. Yeah, oh, I love Big Maxi. Would you like cricket more, Sean, if we just dropped David Warner and yep. Uh, yep. Steve Smith and yep. then just gave Glenn Maxwell the captaincy because he keeps getting yes. yelled at for smoking cigarettes in stairwells yep. when he plays yep. games? Bring Adam Zamper into the test side with his dirty mullet and his speed dealers. I think that would get me back into cricket mm. if Warner and Smith weren't involved, which I know is crazy because Smith is you know one of the best batsmen in the world, but fuck the cunt. Yeah. Especially Warner. fuck Warner. And I don't really... We talked about this earlier today, about Dave Warner's wife sort of having a go at people for you know who criticised him earlier in the tournament for being he out won, of form and all that. I'm like, series. Yeah, he won't play the series. And it's like, shut up, because he was <laughs> out of form. And that's what people do. They comment on the form of cricketers. Leading into yep. the tournament, he'd made... In four innings, he'd made three runs total. 
So, mm. of course, people are allowed to fucking say, oh, maybe he shouldn't be in the team then. He's out of form. Shut up. <laughs> fuck, fuck them. He's not fuck a hero. Fuck that family. See, this is this is why I like Mitch Marsh. Is he's just he seems like the goodest boy in the world. He just yeah. apparently he's a lovely bloke, like right, really good. nice. Good. Oh, fuck, I'm glad. Oh, fuck, I love cricket again. Hmm. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for people who love cricket who can get behind it. That's good. And boys, I reckon that's the show. If you want to email us, please do email us at haggardsfooty at gmail Talk to us about footy. Talk to us about players you've seen getting coffees. Talk to us about anything. Just fire the Talk inbox to us about up. Glenn Maxwell. He loves smoking darts. And none of us are smokers, but we respect that a professional athlete just loves fucking sucking down some darts whilst playing cricket. That's huge. <laughs> and, uh, Tom, where can we find us? So, you've already had our email address, but you can find us on Twitter at HowGoodsFooty or individually. I'm at Awkward Trade. I'm a Carney from 55. And I'm at Douche13. And, boys. I love cricket. I'm excited for the I, test series. I don't, I, and I'm not. But I love Hugh Greenwood being a cheeky motherfucker. Oh, so cheeky. I love footy. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. With the McDonald's app, you can get your favorite thing delivered to your door. So if you were looking for a reason to skip washing those dishes you left in the sink, consider this a sign. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right now, get $0 delivery fee with any purchase of $15 or more, only in the app. At participating McDonald's, minimum purchase excludes tax and service fees. Delivery prices may be higher than in restaurants. Other fees may apply. Not valid with any other offer, discount, or coupon.